Entertain. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Welcome to the French, French Press, Press Podcast, Press Podcast where we discuss events from our life. And it's Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. Welcome to the podcast. We've got Theodore with us as well. Hello. Hi, Teddy. Hi. Jeff is still gone. He's in Washington, D.C., hopefully surviving. Bye, Jeffy. And uh, leading a group of high schoolers through, into the capital, through the town, oh. into the capital, into the capital. Are know. they like going into the capital building? Like we're only meets? if they are invited. Okay, I was yeah. going to say Yikes. the last time that there was a group of people that were flooding towards the 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 capital building, it became a holiday. Yeah, it was an insurrection, <laughs> and we are you know, still seeing waves of it today. Every day is January sixth. <laughs> so in case the you day democracy almost died. So in case you didn't know, Jeff is uh, taking some high schoolers to Washington D.C., being their tour guide. Oh, that's kind of cool. He's going back in a day or two, so hopefully next week we'll hear <clears throat> how it all went. Is this with he, a had, s- he had big plans? You know, he was planning on having a video each night to prepare for the next day. We gave some counsel on that, so I'm really curious to see how it all shook out and what the what the students thought of it. Oh, yeah. What's, what school is this? <sighs> Shalom? I don't know. I mean, it's not one of the big two. The, what are the big two? What are the two? big two? Uh, UCS and Woodlawn. Oh, those are the big two. You're right. In fact, maybe the big three. Put BCS in there. No, BCS is not one of the big three. <laughs> Harrison? Harrison? Or is ah, what does yeah, BCS actually stand for? Bremen Christian Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon Christian School. Yeah, you it. don't even know which town it's yeah, in. It's so it. small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bless yeah. their hearts. Got it locked down. Even, uh, UCS is barely one of the big two. Actually, it's, it's oh, student for, enrollment is, is up this year. Is it bigger than Woodlawn? I don't know what Woodlawn's enrollment it is. It feels like it's huge. I've never been there in my life. but Anyway, over the weekend, Leighton and I went camping with some friends, had a great time. We'll share a little bit about that, as, and pri- probably primarily share about uh, the last half hour. Was uh, riveting. Was riveting. Not because of anything happening with us, but some new campers that pulled in. So we're going to talk about that. I think we should first start with uh, the um, feedback. Yeah, what we, feedback do we have? We got some feedback. Okay. And maybe maybe you already talked about it. Maybe you talked about it last week. Is feedback from Louisa? We did. Oh, never mind. <sighs> I was checking my Meta Business Suite app to see what kind of feedback I was getting from Facebook. Meta. <sighs> yeah, no new feedback this week. All right. Apparently, I got a lot of good feedback about the horse story. Did you get some verbals that you wanted to share? I got a couple verbals. I got one text. Yeah, Mitch told me that he was working out while listening to the podcast, listening to the horse story, and he said he almost died. Huh. So I almost, yeah, I can officially say somebody almost died from my humor. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Like almost, do you almost feel guilty? I don't know if guilty is the right word. It makes me feel dangerous. Like a little bit, I don't know, like like my humor is an uncontrollable force. Mm. Um, and in the, in the words of 
the comic book series Spider-Man, with great humor comes great responsibility. So, Mitch, I'm sorry you flew almost too close to the sun, and I apologize for that. By the way, we have no liability insurance, so we can't be held responsible for what may happen from the laughs, from the side aches, the ruptured spleens yeah. from laughing so hard. Maybe the opening of the podcast should give a disclaimer about you shouldn't listen to this while driving. Or you eating. Should, you should or working stop. out. Yeah. You should... The only safe place to be listening to the podcast is like on a couch, like laying down. Mm-hmm. Partially, uh, not 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 completely horizontal. Right, a little bit um, at an incline, yeah, a slight incline, because you don't want airway uh, asphyx- asphyxiation. Sounds right. Yeah, getting fixed in your esophagus. Yeah. All right. So over the weekend, we went camping, had a grand time. It looked like rain the entire weekend. The forecast was uh, was very, I don't know, is pessimistic the right word? Yeah, it was primarily. Uh, not if you wanted rain. That's true. Well, we didn't really want rain. But it looked like, 90, like 90% of the time was going to be covered in cloud and rains. And really, it only rained for the most part at night. Correct. Friday evening. Yeah. And it did rain hard. It rained a lot. But then it washed uh, washed away. I got up at 2 in the morning. Did the rain wake you up? Saturday morning. No. My alarm did. <clears throat> I, I wanted to go. Uh, our, our youth group, the Berea youth group, uh, left on their mission trip to Alaska. Pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. Um. Sounds like vacation, but no, 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 <laughs> oh, no! It's a work, work project. Okay, okay. No, they, I, I think they'll, <laughs> I think they'll stay busy. Oh, mission trips are always fun, even if it is hard work. Oh yeah. The worst. Uh, What's the worst mission trip? You've the ever worst been on? mission trips are the ones where you don't. You're tasked with something you don't know how to do, and you don't have the time to learn how to do it. That is every mission trip that I've been on. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's Once we true. were supposed to build a house. Where was this? In Haiti. You didn't so, know how? No. Do you know how to build a house? No, but I just handed two-by-fours up to the guys, and the guys that knew built the ra- You mean the roof, though, right? Well, it was mainly the roof. I um, went to Haiti twice. And granted, you know, OSHA's not down there, so they don't have the same, you know, uh, standards or codes that you do that you would for a house here. But I was, yeah, tasked with something that I was unequipped. And well, it was kind of urgently, it needed to be urgently skilled. done. Was there, like, rain coming in? No, but time was running out. <laughs> How elaborate was this house? Like, were they expecting, like... It was square. I mean, like, was it mm, a thousand square foot, a uh, little villa, little bungalow? Uh, it was probably Two less, story. Probably, no, it wasn't two story. Linoleum floor. It was probably less than a thousand square feet. A piano room. I would say for sure less than a thousand square feet. From what I remember, they were just like, for sure, just little two pitch ten, ten by tens. Like it was just one square thing. No, ours was more complicated. It was. Oh, ours. I think wasn't. ours had multiple rooms. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> what were the walls? 
Was it made they out of like? Stoned. Was it stick built? No, no. It was so you were like concrete. You were like masonry. Well, the walls were already up. I I, I do kind of forget the details, but so, I, I remember most of it was about the roof. So wait, it you were doing masonry? No, no. You, no not the masonry, walls, but the it was walls concrete already, and stone. The walls were already there. The roof was wood. I, I think it was so it was wood rafters with metal. You didn't do any work with the concrete. No. Oh shoot. Yeah. I was going to make some kind of pun about you being a Freemason. You were careful. freely building a wall. Be careful, yeah, what you joke about. Okay. They're not so far away. They're probably listening right now. Maybe they're in this house. Speaking of Freemasons. We should talk about them and what yeah. they believe and how bad they well, are. Well, we, uh, there's a... And how a former mayor was... He, he recanted. Did you know that? What? They didn't let him become part of missionary church unless he... Okay, uh... we're talking in way too... Many... No one okay, has sorry. any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so just, we're a backup. We're a backup. There's a house in Napanee. <laughs> that, that got way derailed. There's a house way and no one... Derailed. Like two people out of, out of the dozens of people that are listening <laughs> understood what you're talking about. Anyway, we live in Napanee. There's a house in Napanee that used to be a meeting place for Freemasons. And Layton's been in it. I've been in it. I've taken a tour of the place. I saw the crime scene and everything. I saw chalk lines on the floor. I saw, um, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Were you there for the dedication? No, 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 no. The carcasses had already been sacrificed. I saw the chickens. (laughs) No, I'm talking about for real. They like, you talking about the blue house? Yeah. Yeah. They were going to have like a prayer thing over it. I thought that would be a good thing to do. Oh, I thought you meant... The Freemason dedicated. Freemason no, this is to dedicate it to the, the Lord. Is about to ha- do his ritual. They still had robes hanging on the wall. No, they didn't. Are you serious? Oh, they had they had signs on the floor that I mean they were kind of in the shape of like a star. You're so full of it. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> how many signs of the star hive? They didn't have if we if we stars. can, I'd like to go tour it and, and do a little recording for the French press. I don't know if you're going to be able to get in. It's I mean, Occupied. I might. I think I might know a guy who who can get us access. Do you? Do you have the inside scoop? Well, someone's living in it. I right think now. you have a more inside <laughs> scoop than I do. I have been dumb. Uh, in fact, maybe we could have the owner of the house on the podcast. Oh, I don't think he's ever been on, Mister Coppas. Who <laughs> is that? What you call him? Well, isn't it? Or are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about Justin Mass. Oh, yeah. If you say that Justin owns that house, he's going to be beaming, and all his brothers are going to be like, he does not own that place. (laughs) (laughs) Then you call him Mr. Coppas. He's like the manager. He's the face. He's the custodian. There you go. He's Mr. Mason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. No, this isn't a Freemason ring. It's just a ring that proves that I own the house. I don't know what you're talking about. I should have paid for it. It wasn't free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my. All right. So now that we got derailed, let's get back on track. Okay, so we are going to set – are we going to set that up? Yes. Are we going to have – Theodore, that's your responsibility. An FPP on the road. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should make that only available to our patron subscribers. What do you think of calling them preemies? (laughs) <laughs> they premium <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> well, Matt Walsh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with him except for you guys here, but he's a... What is a preemie? 
Well, in our case, it's a premium subscriber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he calls his followers the Sweet Baby Gang. And That's... it's weird. And the logo is weird. He has a logo for his subscribers? Yeah, it's him. His face on the body of a baby, of a cartoon baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, like, trying to, you know, Rush Limbaugh, he used to, he had a name for people that were longtime listeners. What were they called? They were called the Rush, Gold... ba- Rush Babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe th- he's kind of trying to bum off of him, yeah, it could off be. of his branding. So it's uh, ironic enough that preemies uh, is are all nicknames for followers have to do with with babies, babies and children. We should call our followers the uh, our patrons the pacifiers, um, or the f- formulas. So with the so with coffee though the diaper rash. <laughs> the the what have we called what have we called them? Uh, What's a little bean called? The, the mini beans, baby beans. Jelly beans. <sighs> anyway, keep on. Where where were we going? Uh, so are we gonna make are we gonna make the uh, Freemason tour? The uh, are we A gonna paid make Mason pre- premium tour. premium content? Freemason ain't so free. <laughs> it's a paid Mason. We <laughs> <laughs> tour <laughs> at least early access. M- maybe several weeks later we can share it on somewhere else if we remember. Maybe. If we don't yeah, forget. probably forget. Sounds good. I would just give it to the people that pay. So but this... that's if Justin's comfortable with us taking a tour. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to assume that. I don't blame him if he wants to keep it a secret. All those free, things hidden in there. It's free publicity, though, for coppice in general. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, there's the famous, you know, tagline, any publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. All right, this weekend, this past weekend. What about it? What, what happened? happened? That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, what happened? Well, we were sitting there, <clears throat> minding our own biz. At a campground. At a campground. Uh, the dust had settled. Uh, most people had left already. For when? What day is this? So we were there from a f- – actually, my family, my wife and I and boys – were set up Thursday night. Wow, early access. Yeah, we got early access. Um, and we were there from Thursday night, Thursday evening, all the way till Saturday mid-afternoon. No, Sunday. Sunday mid-afternoon, yeah, because <clears throat> that's time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, most, and it was like us, and Rubens, and Kyle's, and Johnny, and to Tony and Eric Troyers and am I missing anyone? Coworker Adam. Coworker Adam. Wow, this is a large gathering. Yeah, there was like what twelve people there. Mm-hmm. Twelve people totes and twelve adults, plus a plethora of children. Plethora. A plethora, and uh, we had a good time. It was a little wet in the nights, but we thankfully we had canopies. Actually, the first Friday night was really wet. And you actually forgot. You were starting to tell your story about, or, or did you finish, why you woke up at 2 a.m.? Oh, 2 a.m., yeah, to see the youth off on their mission trip. They, they had to leave at like 3 in the morning to get to Chicago to get their flight in time. And so we watched them load up, and we had a time of prayer, and 
then they went on their merry way. They were all really excited. And also, you know, at that hour, you're pretty delusional, mm-hmm. you know, pretty like, uh, where am I? Mm-hmm. Am I going to Alaska? Yeah. Wrong. Haiti. <laughs> it got on the wrong plane. I the wrong mission happens. trip plane. Uh, There's a couple like mid or no, what's your AC, ADC plane sitting there at ADC. O'Hare. Like we got on the wrong <laughs> mission trip one. Oh, no. <laughs> We'd be sweet to have our own plane. <laughs> that would be neat. Um. Anyways, so yeah, I got to see him off. That was good. Anyway, when I got back, it was just dousing rain. It was so wet. There was standing water. There was there was water that was probably coming up over my sole, <gasps> my shoe. Oh, of your shoe. Yeah. Um. I have a question. What were ever was everyone in a camper or did some people tent? No one was tenting. Okay. Everyone had a camper. That would have been bad. Yeah, you can't. Can you? Is it legal to tent in like rainy weather? It's actually illegal in Elkhart County to have a tent because seventy five percent of all the RVs are made here, so you legally have to own an RV. That totally makes sense. Yeah, but this was actually down in Marshall County, I think. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you probably probably Casiasco, I think. Casiasco. Whatever. Same thing. Yeah. It's all northern Indiana, baby. <laughs> There's no way it's illegal to tent camp. No, it's not. I was being <laughs> No, dumb. no, no. But I mean if if it's raining or, or thundering or Well, lightning. but I mean there's a slightly drown slight well, drowning what you, hazard. Yeah, what, but what do you expect the campground to do? Are they gonna come like wake you up and like, all right guys, it's time to leave? <laughs> or actually get out. you don't have to get out. You just have to stand up and stay awake. No, no, you just have to sleep underneath the pavilion that we have. It's it's public access. The thing is usually tents. I believe they're supposed to be waterproof, even the bottoms. They're supposed to be. Now, I don't know if any of them are, but that's what I think the, the plan is. Because it's very likely it's going to rain if you go camping. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's one of the essentials of camping. Right. But I would just be afraid that the ground would soften up so much that the stakes would kind of get loose. And then eventually it just like... The ground would envelop you or what? No, you the the waterproof tent that is actually acting as a Ziploc bag would drape over your head and you wouldn't be able to get out and asphyxiate. That's the word I wanted. <laughs> <sighs> Have you ever camped in a tent? Oh, yeah. Actually, the very first time that we went church camping as a married couple. So it's not that bad. It was awful. I'm saying as far as like the tent's so going to fall in on you when it rains, it's not like that. No, it's not. The stakes don't even do anything except unless it's windy. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a lot of tension and stuff in there. Yeah. Why don't in they, the tent. Why don't they make tents rather than like using like tensioners and stuff like that? Still use stakes to keep them in the ground, but hear me out. Hear me out. They're inflatable. And you just hook up an air compressor to the one thing and shh, and it just, it's like a The pop whole up. thing? It's like a pop, we are, right now we have giant versions of them and mm-hmm. we call them bouncy castles. <clears throat> but you realize that those <sighs> inflatable stuff always goes flat, all the time. Not always. Name something that doesn't. Well, I bought a floaty for my son, like, or like, it's for babies. This year? Yeah. It hasn't even made it a year yet. No, no, just it's wait. Still fine. Well, <laughs> you've only used it once. I do agree with Theodore on this one. Inflatable stuff 
just goes flat. Air mattresses? Yeah, For sure, air mattresses. You wake up and you're down on the ground. The only thing no, that doesn't don't. is tires. Those are the only things that hold their air. And even that, Speaking it's like tires, every six months you have to check them. My car tires are so bad. I'm, I'm not kidding. There, I found out that there's a layer underneath the rubber. Like, there's like little, I can see little little hairs coming up out of them. That's and probably I, the... It's just wore out. No, the no, no. wire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's just, wore, it's just wore out. You need a new tire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so <laughs> bald. It's so bald that you can actually see. I looked up, I, I on the way here, I looked up layers of a tire. <laughs> and it turns out there's two layers of what's called a belt. There's the second belt, and then yeah. that's the outer belt. And I think that's the one that's starting to show a little bit. Yeah, I would get that I looked it up. Out. When can you drive a car with the belt exposed? And somebody actually asked the question already on that website. Was Cora? Oh yeah. And they said, "Hey, when should I? If my belt's exposed, when should I change? Like, get new tires?" <laughs> and the top comment was several miles several thousand miles before that <laughs> it was so funny uh, you, should, you need to get it changed because if it goes oh, flat I, you'll yeah in your rim you're gonna and you're gonna spend waste more time and money if you get oh, stranded don't worry i called glenn's tire today good job and made sure that they had tires in stock that will fit my car so i'm go. gonna do it like probably tomorrow or next month all right so back <laughs> you know, soon Another couple thousand miles. The next time I get the car serviced. Anyway, back to... <laughs> we just keep on getting on bunny trails. Back to camping. Yeah. Oh, what happened you still there? at the end? Okay, so Ruben and I were waiting on uh, our brother-in-law and his family to get to the campground because they're going to be staying there for six weeks. Hold it. Who's this? They love camping. It's King nuts. Cabinets Wendell. Oh, Wendell, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. He's... They, they're moving. Okay, that's what and I figured. so in between moving, they had to stay They had to stay somewhere for six weeks. He spoiled it, Ruben. Oh. Was there a, you fast, was gonna sell was there a faster way camp- to say it? They love camping so much that they just want to do it for six weeks straight. <laughs> so that they never the, want to do it again? <laughs> the ultimate... It's one camping trip to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> just get it out of their system. And they don't have to go camping ever again for like the next uh, six years. The kids never ask, can no. I go camping again? Like, that was awful. Hey, you better listen or we're going to go camping. No! <laughs> Time for church camping. <laughs> no! Not again. <laughs> Every year. <sighs> so while we're waiting for them, there's a two women that pull up in a truck and they have probably, a, probably like a, a 250, Ford 250, I think is what it was. Yeah, it was a Ford 250. <clears throat> and they were hauling a smaller unit. It wasn't like micro, mini, or like Intex little Luna. It wasn't like that. It was a Keystone Passport. Okay. And by the way I understand it, it's a pretty new uh, a unit that Keystone just recently came out with. The way I understand it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw their promotional videos for it off someone I follow on LinkedIn. Gotcha. So I, I think it's... And it looks kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't see the inside. I think it's kind of like a, a hot new unit that they've got. Yep. The Passport. Any? Uh, do you think they rented it? No. I think they did. I think they bought it and they are, are starting... They're turning over a new leaf. 
And this leaf is the life of the camper. I this, don't. This, this portion of life. And I thought they intended to experience, I don't know, great joy. And by the looks of it, that was the last thing that happened. They were not experiencing great joy. Uh, so they first, they were like two sites away from us, where we, from where we were sitting. It was kind of interesting. We, the campground just filled up over the weekend, more, on, on, on Friday. You know, we pulled in and then seemed every, Actually, every half Thursday, hour. Actually, it was fairly full. Okay. But there was still, But okay. Friday, yeah, it was like every site packed. Yeah, every site packed. Everyone. And then I don't know when they all left, but Sunday afternoon, by the time our group, our group left, pretty much half the campground was out. Maybe even more than half. Yeah. Because it was very easy to see down to where, where these ladies were at and to hear them. <laughs> yep. Go ahead, Layton. Uh, so we were able to hear them. So there were two ladies. And the one lady gets out and is kind of like guiding or just like warning, not guiding, but just warning like, hey, you're getting close to this thing. Watch out. You're going to hit it. That kind of thing. But no, like you need to go over here. You need to crank the wheel left, crank the wheel right. None of that. Just. Oh, 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 (laughs) like that's it. Like. We were sitting around a campfire, <laughs> and so my back was to this situation. But I could obviously hear everything, but I didn't want to turn around and look. Uh, um, it was – and so, like, after probably 15 minutes of trying to back the truck up, the lady kind of, like, starts getting mad. She starts cussing some, and she's like, I, 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 I'm so mad I can't even think straight. She had other words to describe. She used other words to say that sentence, mm-hmm. but that's what she meant. Um, and so finally she got out and she got the other lady to get in and try to do it. And in the meantime, Ruben and I were like going back and forth and like asking our wives, like, should we, should we go help them? Should we do that? Should we not? I'm not sure. And the other lady, she had it parked probably within five minutes. I think not, or do you think it was longer? Well, who ended up parking it? The, the, the larger lady or the little lady, the little lady, the little lady parked it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the reason that I think, but, but Layton, what? I think you're making this sound like it went faster than it did. Five minutes sounds like a long time. Though. Cause I, I actually think it ended up taking I need to probably go, close to 45 minutes. Oh, okay. I have fine, a haircut then. appointment. Sorry. All right. You'll, need, you'll need to listen to catch the last bit of it. I know. I'm actually, I stayed longer than I should have because it was so interesting. Thanks. <laughs> Don't you think this whole thing took close to 45 minutes from when they got there to when they finally had it parked? And even <laughs> even then, it took them a long time just to, to get set the hoses up. out oh, and yeah. plug stuff in. No, see, that's the thing, though. Like, my wife said that when they finally did park it, they had, like, a laminated paper... That was like, they, you know, they parked it, maybe got the jacks up or something, and they said, okay, got, got this laminated paper out and says, she says, electric first. Electric first, as in like, we need to hook up the electric first. So now maybe they bought it, they could have bought it, 
but I could totally see a laminated thing like that mm-hmm. being coming with a rented unit. <clears throat> and something that I noticed as we were leaving, I looked back and, you know, they have their hoses and there's a <laughs> there. So, so when you have full hookup, you, you have your hose, you can open up the sewage and the, and the, the, the dark water and the, the gray water tanks. And they make these uh, little fold-up, <clears throat> a little fold-up uh, plastic thing, and, like f- f- is in a pattern, whatever, and you unfold it, and it like gradually gets smaller and smaller so that you can control the grade of your hose so it's always going downward towards the sewer pipe. Yeah. Whatever. The opening in the ground. And... I, I, as we were leaving, I looked back and saw that they had used the tall end of the folding thing at the opening of the sewer pipe. And so it had the opposite grade of what you would want. But it's fine. I think it would still work. Uh, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I don't even own one of those. Yeah, I don't either. And and so my grade was actually probably also messed up. Mine was actually kind of like level. So I, I, I can't say much, but if I would have one, I'd have it slope downward. Wendell's are staying, you know, right where we were at. We could or ask it, them. It, it just so happened. That they they pulled they actually pulled into one of our one of our friends' sites. So I do want to ask them, you know, like did they stay the whole week? How did it go? Because I understand. I understand the desire for a fun experience, and and if you watch that video that I was telling you about promoting that little passport camper, yeah, they make it look like fun. Really? Yeah, they make it look like you can experience nature, experience cool evenings, stars, the woods, uh, family and friends. They make it look perfect, and w- what I saw on Sunday. Looked like the beginning of a dreadful... Of a nightmare? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. But I didn't realize they had that, that sheet of paper that would, you know, that gave instructions. So you're probably right that they, they probably did rent it. <clears throat> yeah. And I just had an idea. I know how it is to read instructions when you're trying to do something for the first time and not totally sure what goes where or how it's supposed to look or work. They should have little videos to go with each thing. Mm-hmm. That would make it so much easier to understand what to plug into, how to hook up your sewer. I got it. Little You're, QR codes. Yep, QR codes on that laminated paper. Yeah, just like the PWI onboarding process. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of not sure knowing how to set up something or not knowing where certain things go, Ruben, I'm not sure how to set up or put into place a podcast website, where could I go? What could I do to learn how to do that? Layton, that's a great question. I'm sure lots of people probably listening to this podcast have that question. It just so happens. Um, No, it does just so happen that I'm planning to rebuild the French Press Podcast website. With what builder? It, It doesn't matter right now. I care 
because I hear there's a lot of drama in the in the in the WordPress Buildosphere. Well, that is true. Oh, that would I be a good name for a Buildosphere. I don't want to get too far into the woods. Into the weeds. Oh, the weeds too. The weeds. <laughs> the, <laughs> the woods are even deeper yet. <laughs> they're further off. They're not even on the road. Uh, they're get... in the ditch. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm planning on rebuilding the French Press Podcast website. Over the years, people have asked me, hey, I want to start a podcast. What website do I use? What hosting? What plugin? Et cetera, et cetera. So if you're interested, um, stay tuned. I'll have a way for you to sign up to get notified. And then you can follow along as I rebuild the French Press Podcast website. Um, I've learned quite a few things since building this version of the French Press Podcast website. So we'll be using best practices for um, laying out you know, the homepage, the podcast feed, mm-hmm. podcast episodes. So uh, if that's going to interest you, stay tuned and I'll get... Actually, it would be interesting to know how many people are interested in it. So Should it, we do a poll? Um, just drop a comment. Comment on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook or, send, to or send an email, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com. An email or a Facebook comment or a Facebook message. Yeah. Something like that. All oh, right. yeah. Layton, is there anything else to cover on today's episode? <sighs> Man, I mean, I covered my bald tires. Uh, we covered the two ladies trying to set up a camper. Jeff's gone. I, I want to ask you one question, Layton. Um, when we saw them pull up, yeah. it, it was pretty obvious to me that, that these were uh, lesbian ladies. Okay. And you know how often lesbians have characteristics, or at least one of them have has more male characteristics, before they started backing up. And, and backing up is kind of a universal, it's not just a, it's not just a man, or sorry, it's not just a woman problem or woman, female difficulty. Oh, Ruben, but right before they pulled up, I had hit a tree. Backing up, <laughs> but generally, so I'm not. I'm not. Generally, gonna... it's more. Usually, females, women struggle with it more than men do. So when they pulled up, and it was apparent <clears throat> who these women are, were you? Ex- what were you expecting, or did you have any expectations about how is this going to go? I did not. Okay, I I, I did not. I, I I seriously thought like. I mean, the the uh, bigger lady exuded confidence as she rolled in, and so I th- I was expecting like this ain't her first rodeo. They had rented a camper for the weekend. They had a nice big truck. They had a nice big truck. It'll they they know what they're doing. It it didn't play out that way. Um. But I did not – no, I didn't go into it thinking like, oh, this this is going to be a disaster. Oh, I didn't go into it thinking that either, but I did think about it. I, I, I thought, I wonder how this is going to go because I, I did observe who who this was. Who this was. But I, but I also saw the new new big pickup truck, new camper, and so I also thought, well, maybe these are people that camp a lot and, and really enjoy it and know what they're doing. I mean – I Actually, I did feel sorry for them. Like they, they were struggling and – you mentioned Lane, that we talked about should we go over to ask for, or, or offer help, and we were we were really close to doing it. The reason we were delaying in doing it is because, I, for myself, 
I like when people just leave me alone when I'm doing something like that. Oh, totally. And just let me do it. I'll take my time, but just just let me do it. I'll hit the tree. And try not, try not <laughs> just, to watch. Just, I'll just hit the tree. So I was doing what I would prefer personally to have done to me. Got doing, You were doing unto others. Yeah. Good for you. And you were doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. I have another story then. I have one more short, shorter story. Okay. Uh, but let's wait until next episode. Okay. It was, it was a tease. All right. Let me put a note down. What should I call it so we don't forget? Uh, call it Hatchet Revenge. How about Revenge of the Hatchet? There you go. Okay. That does sound good. All right. That's all for today's episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We didn't have coffee. We didn't have coffee, no. Uh, if you did enjoy this episode, drop a comment on the Facebook post or send us a direct message. Don't forget, let us know what you're thinking about re- building your own podcast website, starting your own podcast. And Layton, what is the point? I only have two points this week, even though we we had a lot of content. Uh, point number one, Ruben doesn't know how to build a house, but he knows how to build a website. What do you think? Do you think that there's more people in the world that know how to build a house or how to build a website. And then the second question is, which one's harder? Yeah. I, I bet it's changing where more and more people are becoming familiar with building websites. Yeah. So, uh, but I probably would say it's probably still more common. Are there more construction workers? Are there more guys on a construction crew or more guys uh, building websites? There's probably more there's more people that work on a construction crew because it yep. takes more people to build a house than it, it does to build a website. It takes at least 3 people to build a house. Yeah. In the least. US at least. No, even more than that. I mean, typically they have a lot, lot more than that. They have the cabinet guy, the tile guy, you've got the flooring guy, the drywaller, you got the roof guy. You got the plumbing and AC. Yeah. Like the mechanicals guy you got drainage guy for the pool it's the whole thing so you asked the question which one is harder the overhead door guy the front door swinging door guy oh who does a little mosaic yeah if you're fancy you have a sliding door inside the house you know for a closet or yeah interior designer what was point number two oh point number two the Keystone Passport is an experience. They did not sponsor this episode, but it would look like they did. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is passport. <laughs> <laughs>